Well, this year in uh, July, the uh, Brumbies lock, Nick Frost, made his debut for the Wallabies against England. And pretty much uh, since his uh, debut, he's been a mainstay of the forward pack. He's over on the European uh, tour at the moment, having played both the tests against uh, Scotland and France. And he's in Italy at the moment. I'm delighted to say he's joined us on the line. Uh, morning, Nick. How are you? Uh, good morning. Uh, no, I'm very well, thank you. Uh, I'm enjoying my time. I'm over in Europe and currently um, in Florence. It's nighttime over here. We're just about to head out to dinner. Oh, well, we won't keep you too long then. Uh, I'd hate to see you missing some of the uh, beautiful delights of the uh, restaurants in Florence. I was going to ask you that, Nick. I mean, obviously, uh, the first game in Scotland, second one in France, you played in both. But Italy, uh, Australia has played Italy, I think, 18 times. We haven't lost yet. It's been a few years since we've played them. Have you ever played in Italy or against them? No, no, um Obviously, um, I've never played in Italy. I've never been over here, so it's my um, well, it's my debut year, but uh, debut experience in Europe in general. So, uh, as I said, trying to soak it all up and really enjoying um, the nightlife. Uh, everything's quite busy out here, um, so yeah, just enjoying my time. Nick, give us a little bit of an insight into what it is like when you're on tour. When it comes to things like, you know, I look at it and think I don't speak a word of Italian. Uh, I would very much struggle to try and order a beer. Do you have people with you to assist with that kind of thing? Are you in sort of like a closed camp where everyone pretty much speaks like a broken English or something like that? Uh, no, no. So we have uh, there's some liaison officers that are, um, are local uh, to to where we are. So they help us obviously for logistically for the team with um, they'd be here for our training grounds, etc. and whatnot. But uh, no, they if you do urgently need anything um they're a point of call but other than that you're on your own and that, that's part <laughs> of traveling to be honest it's a bit of experience in general um you go out obviously you you try and order food people can speak a little bit of english sometimes other, other times you're just completely in the deep end and that's so they said it's the fun of it you try and order food you, you're not really exactly sure what's going to come but you <laughs> trying to immerse yourself. <laughs> and Nick, um, obviously uh, Florence, the ground there, have you had a chance to go and have a look and uh, see where you'll be playing and what sort of uh, ground capacity is it in terms of spectators? Um, no, we haven't exactly been out yet, but we've, um, we've driven past it. It's quite close to where we're uh, based for the week training. But we'll, uh, obviously the team will be out there, the captains run the day before, which is a pretty standard team to check out the stadium. Um, and a few boys are heading to the, there's a local, uh, the Serie A Florentine, they're playing tonight in the soccer match. So they're playing at the same stadium. So a few boys are lucky enough to get tickets. So they're going to head out and check that out. But I'm pretty sure um, they mentioned it's around 40 odd to 50,000 seated. Um, and obviously it's not a rugby stronghold here, but there's apparently a lot of, it's going to be close to full capacity. Well, that's going to be uh, really exciting. Saturday night, our time, it will be on here in Australia about 11 o'clock. Uh, the Italians, as I said, we haven't lost to Italy before. I think we've played them 18 times. Um, but their recent form has been pretty handy. In the uh, Six Nations, they beat Wales this year, and uh, they gave Samoa a fair old touch-up last weekend. So uh, you're coming up against a team in form and probably pretty confident. Yeah. Um, also, there's no, no easy team. It's test match rugby. Um, you've got to test yourself against the best. Um, as you said, yeah, they've come off a great win against Wales and an even better win against Samoa in the weekend. Um, like I said, um, it'll be good fun um, for whoever gets picked to play. Um, good experience, and I know Dave's probably touched on it with a full squad mentality, but anyone who's going to play is going to be jumping out of their skin to get a chance to show what they can do. How's the mood in the camp? How's morale at the moment? 
Uh, obviously disappointed. Um, for, no one likes losing across the board, but um, there's just moments in that game. Um, we could have been better, but as a holistic view, we went out there to um, play without fear, um, soak up the atmosphere, use it. Um, obviously, that there was 80-odd thousand people there, and um, pretty much all of them were going for uh, France. So there was only a, a small pocket of Australians. So we're just trying to use up that atmosphere, that energy, and um, just play without fear and pretty much throw the kitchen sink at them, which we did for most parts of the game, um, so we can draw on things going forward and especially heading into next year, the World Cup, and playing in big stadiums like that. The boys have got a bit of experience around it. And Dick, uh, personally, how have you found it? As you say, your first uh, big tour uh, of Europe, playing in the big grounds against Scotland and uh, then France against the number one team in the world. Has it been an eye-opener for everything you expected? Exciting? How would you describe it? Yeah, um, yeah it's been a bit of a whirlwind. Um, end of the day it is another rugby game but some of these things the stadiums you just don't you don't get any opportunity like that in Australia and the southern hemisphere so it's a definitely bucket list things um like playing at Murrayfield um playing into Scots there that was unreal great atmosphere um the crowds are loud they sing so as I said before you try and use it all up so it pumps you up and it's enjoyable and the, especially the game on the weekend against uh, France in Paris um, couldn't put, probably be any bigger than that. Uh, Eighty odd thousand, um, massive thing. You running out to fireworks, a whole lot of French jumping up and down. Mm. So, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, one of one of a kind things, and you just try and enjoy it. And that's the reason why you play rugby to get chances and opportunities and enjoy your footy. I always find that interesting how you can draw on that kind of thing when it's a well, maybe not a hostile crowd, but you're on enemy ground on enemy turf. Uh, and the Aussie fanatics, yeah, they can make a fair amount of noise. But, yeah, when there's all of those screaming Frenchmen or screaming Italians out there, that could be a little bit daunting, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, uh, at times. But I think most of the boys have obviously realised um, where we are playing and you just don't get an experience like it. So we're in a pretty privileged spot. Um, and as I said, it's it's unbelievable. You go out to the stadiums and they're always packed out. They're always sold out. And especially uh, Northern Hemisphere teams that they sing throughout the game. Um, the, the the anthems themselves, uh, their own ones, are uh, pretty cool as well. So that's no, enjoyable um, just to get out there and um, have fun and play in front of a big crowd. And just in terms of uh, being in Italy, uh, as you as you mentioned, uh, there Nick before. I mean, uh, that part of the world was pretty hard hit by COVID uh, a couple of years ago. Restrictions. Uh, we're a pretty uh, draconian uh, movement uh, free now. Go anywhere you want, um, do anything you want to do, or is there still some sort of bubble mentality amongst the team that you have to adhere to? No, no, um, we've been pretty fortunate. Obviously, um, it's a bit, bit behind us, uh, like uh, like in Australia as well. Uh, it's just a matter of living with it and dealing with it. So no, there's been no restrictions across any of the places we've been. Um, obviously, you're cautious at times um, and whatnot, but other than that, um, it's been we're lucky enough to have our freedom to go out for a team dinner, go out, um, like enjoy, enjoy yourself, um, go, go see the sights. So that, that's the great part about um, playing over here. So obviously, footy's the number one priority, but other than that. Um, we're in a lucky spot, a great part of the world, and go experience and immerse yourself in the culture. That's fantastic. You can actually do that because so often you see uh, a lot of uh, airport waiting areas, you see a lot of hotel rooms, and you see a lot of stadium dressing rooms, and not a much else in between. Uh, so great that you can get out and enjoy the culture, enjoy the local cuisine, and actually, as you say, immerse yourself totally in the experience. Yeah, definitely. So uh, we spoke before. We had a, a day a day or two in Sydney before we left on the tour, and that was our... We spoke about what the next five or six weeks were going to look like for us. Um, obviously, from a rugby point of view, 
what we want to get out of it, and then in general, uh, what what uh, we want to get out of it off off the field. Um, we spoke about that and around our our scheduling and things. So we obviously we want to have fun. Um, we want to win games, but there's a part of uh, just getting that balance right. Of you're here to play footy, but then when and the time's yours, the time's yours. You have that freedom um, to go out, to to go see things, um, look around, do the, be be a tourist, pretty much. Um, so yeah, they, they've been really flexible with giving us at those times and uh, not like an old school tour, but just uh, mm. just to have time to see the sights, pretty much like we said, and um, have the opportunity to do different things. But then when when the time for footy's on, the footy's on, and I think that's kind of semi-reflected in our past two games. Um, obviously, Scotland, we got away with a win, but even just, just going out there and uh, just playing, having fun, really enjoying, enjoying our rugby, going back to that part of it. Um, nailing our detail but getting out there and expressing yourself just before we let you go uh dish the dirt for us who's the most annoying in the dressing room or who's the biggest prankster who, oh, who won't um, shut an up? easy one for the biggest uh easy one for biggest prankster would be uh Tanya Tulipo. um <laughs> he's definitely always always trying to scare someone he's, <laughs> he's a very big kid he's always <laughs> think scaring someone's the funniest thing on earth <laughs> So yeah, he's definitely always trying to do that. Um, oh, for, for someone who won't be quiet, it's oh, there's a few options um, in different scenarios or settings. But yeah, de- definitely yeah, and Nello, Nello as we'd call him, um, is definitely up there for being a prankster. Well, Nick, we'll let you go, and uh, fancy uh, have some of that uh, Italian cuisine. And uh, best of luck on Saturday night against Italians and the rest of the tour, actually, for the remaining two tests against uh, Wales and Ireland. And many thanks for uh, coming on the line and speaking to us. No worries. It's a pleasure at all. No, thank you. Thank you for this. Enjoyable. Thanks, Nick.